I think the best thing about this setup right now is, is that nobody can tell that my feet are up on my desk, like almost touching my computer screen right now. It's, <laughs> it's glorious. All right, welcome to another Nerds and Friends Quick Draw Questions. I've got the kittens out, so in order to keep my uh, curtains uh, from becoming giant launch platforms, they are drawn, which is why I look like uh, a half beacon of Gondor right now. But um, we have uh, some fan-requested uh, Nerds and Friends Quick Draw questions. So this comes from Dara Bennett 4316 Thank you for leaving these, Dara. Um, we have a couple questions, so I'm going to start with the first one. Um, Dara's first question is, what was our obsession as a child item or topic uh, for for Dara? It was dinosaurs, they said. So, um, uh, so I think this was kind of pivoting off of some of the videos we put up doing a deep dive into the new Barbie movie where me and Will discuss some childhood uh, like IP and toy properties. But uh, who wants to take the first answer to this one? Um, well, I was a super weird child who uh, <laughs> was an introvert and had no friends. So I had a whole lot of those, uh, which ranged from dinosaurs uh, building with connects. But I think my main thing is that I was a, uh, an artist and an avid reader and liked to draw things from my imagination nice. uh far more than i like to socialize with, with other people that is valid before that's a great quick answer will what is the weirdest thing you drew as a kid that you remember weirdest thing i drew as a kid um i have no idea i was a weird kid <laughs> most of the shit i drew was like was inspired by like whatever was around me so i did some weird like totally original pokemon character oh that's cool and like the, the like the nothing to be pr terribly proud of but you know that we all do, do weird things when our brains are developing of course oh man i love that um all right uh so i was a kid that um uh we had the Encarta encyclopedia oh, uh the oh. the 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 digital one the digital one yeah the digital one which was which was just awesome because you could look up anything on that and i uh i i like all right when i was real little it was dinosaurs and animals nice. uh to the point where if you ask my mom she'll tell a story about uh about our like like literally a a first grade teacher getting up in front of the class and saying that tigers lived in Africa and Asia. And my six-year-old smart ass is like, tigers do not live in Africa. And she was, she was like, I think you're wrong. I was like, I think you're wrong because <laughs> I read because I have this Encarta 96 fucking encyclopedia. And, uh, and I brought it in and proved her wrong. It's yeah. so like, that that was that was a big one for me. I correct, got, correct me if I'm wrong. Tigers, their primary habitat is like, uh, like Asia, India, and then Texas in people's backyards, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's entire, and and, uh, and oddly enough, they they all uh, dine primarily on spoiled hot dogs. <laughs> Very nice. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. My, mine growing up was astronomy. I got into very young, and then it did take a weird pivot into like aliens, like. I saw some cool movies and I was like, I, I didn't understand that, like, you know, when you 
look up at the sky on a clear day, especially if you've been running so your blood's flowing, how you can see those little like blood cells in your eyes that almost look like mm-hmm. little dots. I thought, oh, there's alien ships everywhere and only I can see them. I'm special. And that went on till an embarrassing age that I do not want to talk about. So anyway, you know, I, I will Oh, God. I, I will jump off that props to my Lyft driver today who uh, on the way back from the uh, from the car dealership, getting the car serviced, uh, homeboy played two classic rock songs and then just let his iPod keep rolling into a 1987 interview with George Knapp, the ufologist. <laughs> and I was just like, and I was like wow i actually know most of what they're talking about entirely from podcasts that is awesome and i i gave that guy five stars and i was like (laughs) great driver very friendly like (laughs) excellent playlist and that that actually moment where the you start hearing the conspiracy people talking that it just clicks up oh my god i know more about this than the conspiracy (laughs) people And this actually, this pivots really well into Dara's next question, which is favorite local folklore nearby us. Um, And so I figured, I was like, it feels like Dara wrote that question just for Will. But yeah, Yeah. (laughs) uh, I'll go last. Well, I was going to say, since I live close to Will, um, I I can't really think of any that are local here to Colorado. But um, Carrie, when we did our the the sessions over in phoenix i mean i know i figure chupacabra is big out there what are some other local ones well, chupacabra is definitely a texas thing but actually arizona oh. arizona is huge uh for uh, like like actually ufo sightings out here like oh, yeah. a lot because because there's there's a lot of air force bases in new mexico and arizona across the southwest yeah. and a lot of like navy and marine pilots going to california like going going over to the to the Los Angeles bases or like or San Diego, so like flights at night across the the desert of the Southwest. Like there are a lot of UFO sightings out here, uh, a, a lot of different inc- incidents, and and primarily like in like the Phoenix area because there's an there's an airbase out here. So it's uh, like because like, it's just straight desert. There's something about oh, deserts at night where anything out of the ordinary, whether ground-born or aerial, just feels so surreal and mystical, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, you got to imagine, like, uh, and actually, Carrie, have you heard anything about, like, the desert lights out in Arizona? I have, actually, and I really want to, like, actually see them in a big way. Because, like, having been out in a couple of, like, deserts and prairies, like, at night when you can look up and you can, like, see all the stars in the Milky Way, like, seeing some desert lights be legit. Yeah. Yes, that would be awesome. Terry, do you Uh, remember when we would go to Fort Guernsey, Wyoming? That was the only part I liked about that awful little armpit chunk of America was the the stars stars at night were incredible. Oh, yeah. I... Uh, my my favorite part about going up there is we is uh, was a uh, somebody we went up there with. Who, I know what story you're about to tell. Who, well, who, who, <laughs> we like, laughed so hard on the bus. It, it was great because he told that story, and I think uh, was was it? I, I it might actually have been me. Where I was like, I was like, hey, like because well, I don't think we told you this. We had a guy who was like, I was out there on the range last year when we were doing land navigation. All of a sudden, I saw full Native American. I started running away, and he started chasing me. And I was convinced that he was a Native American ghost. And I was like, dude, are you sure that wasn't just like 
a Native American guy that was out there and you're being very racist right now? I don't, I don't remember that part. I just remember someone claiming they saw a ghost and then didn't they like, either they tripped and fell or they couldn't get back to the Port of Johns or something. So they just like pissed themselves or something weird like that. I, I did remember that Hollingsworth got pissed on by a cow while we were doing land nav. I remember that distinctly. <laughs> I remember that very distinctly. <laughs> Good times. No, I, I thought you were going to tell the story about we were driving up there once and someone was like, because you were a year ahead of me. It was my first time going to Guernsey. And someone in your class, I think it might have been Arbaugh, was like... This is where the this is where the worms from Tremors are from, or some shit, and just trying to scare the freshmen with like a bunch of weird giant worm stories on the bus ride up there. That sounds like an R bus story. <laughs> yes. Oh god. No, oh, it's perfect. Yep. Oh man. That that uh, should be local lore. Local lore. I think. Right. Actually, uh, is it is it true? No. Uh, Eight legged freaks is set in Arizona. I I think that that I think that like there are certain B monster movies that should like that should just be passed into like local like cryptid lore like 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 it should be passed around that giant spiders at one point actually existed in arizona and were fought off by uh fucking david arquette like <laughs> i'd watch that that sounds fun <laughs> well all right let's do our third well, question really quick for the quick draw dara I, this one's we'll, my favorite do we'll, do we'll get to go Oh, wait, yeah, no, I was gonna gonna say, my bad. Oh, man. My favorite local lore, like, well, I have my experience in Cheeseman Park, but there's a, a ton of other, like, stories there, not just mine, um, of things that happened specifically to me at Cheeseman Park. But I think, as like, as far as my favorite local legends, those would be around the Croke-Patterson Manor, which I totally should should go into in, come October here. Let's do a deep dive. I'm down. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. And our final question from Dara, which I like this one a lot. What is the most interesting, useless fact you've learned this year so far? Interesting, useless fact. For for me, it was actually last night. Um, I was having some insomnia, and I was just scrolling through social media, just trying to get sleepy and I came across an article I think it was in the BBC that said some scientists I believe with the University of Chicago are close to proving the existence of a fifth force of nature and I was like this is intriguing so I read the article and it was something about uh like kind of the gyration of like I think quarks and as I read the article, though, I was like, I don't know enough about this. So I did kind of a deep dive into, I spent like an hour and a half reading about it, about the four forces of nature, which were gravity, which I knew about, electromagnetism, which I knew about, and then the strong and weak force, which are at the atomic level. And I was like, I need a refresher on those. So I started reading about just like atomic theory and quantum mechanics, and uh, I may have permanently broken my brain because it, uh, some of the, I, it made me think about this is useless information in that some of the numbers being discussed, because I want to make sure my understanding of atomic scale was correct, and it was not. Um, like it's because I, we were using imperial and not metric. That's that's a contributing factor. But like I looked up, I was like, I, I thought atoms were bigger than they were. I didn't realize that like you know the human body has something like thirty trillion cells, which is a fucking insane number, and then inside of a cell is like one hundred trillion atoms. So like a human is made up of like a billion 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 atoms and i was like 
like evolutionarily humans don't need to comprehend quantities greater than like a thousand so mm. i was just like my brain is this is useless to me because i just can't and then they were saying that like the actual uh realistic model of an atom is like a three-dimensional waveform and i was like i can't mm. even i can't even wrap my fucking brain around that so that was my useless thing i think i burned a bunch of brain cells at just understanding how little i understand about I mean, the fabric I mean... of reality so out of all of us, you are the most prepared to go watch Oppenheimer now. Like, yeah, I did. I, I actually, I read more or less about the. I already knew about the science because I did read a book in high school about like kind of the the mechanics of uh, fission and fusion bombs. Um, mm -hmm. And then I read about the history about Oppenheimer going in, and I thought it for trying to sum up a lot of stuff. It was a very well done movie, but that's a different tangent. I don't need to go on. So anyway, that's my oh, yeah. answer. <laughs> All right, cool. No, it's it's, it's solid. Uh, my quick yeah. thing, I will say, I said it in another podcast. I'm going to say it again. I did hashtag Barbenheimer double feature. Oppenheimer was a nine and a half out of ten. Excellent movie. Barbie was a ten out of ten. That movie fucking rocked. It was it was way better it. than a movie about a toy line had any right to be. It was so goddamn good. I loved it. So. I, I I need to see it because like whenever whenever any any director lets Ryan Gosling cut as loose as Ryan Gosling can cut loose. Yes. I, I enjoy, and, and I love that everybody that like, there's, there's people are like, ah, oh, he's, oh, he's, he's like, he's like too dumb. I'm like, no, that, this is perfect. Yes. This is I'm perfect. Like, Have you seen the nice guys? Let Ryan Gosling do more of that, please. Yes. <laughs> All right. Ah, that's good. Um, Will, do you have a, do you have a good useless fact? I'm really trying to rack my brain. I'm trying to think of what what a good useless fact is. I know a lot of one, a lot of <laughs> useless facts. I can't think of any like that I learned this year off the top of my head. Uh, it could be just the know, most recent, the most recent useless fact you've uh, learned. I, I couldn't even tell you what the most recent was. Uh, you can get high uh, off of nutmeg. Um, Not me. I'm allergic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you probably shouldn't. It's uh, nutmeg is also poisonous in large quantities. Um, I knew it. Allergy superiority. We are actually more evolved. <laughs> Canary in the coal mine, dude. Um, I uh, okay. So maybe this isn't a fact, but I I pick up on things a lot. Um, and I've been watching a lot of old Let's Play videos. So Wait, I'm Let's Play. I know that. What is that? I, I've heard it's, of that. It's 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 like it'll be like it'll be people playing a video game and like doing commentary over it oh okay you know like uh real popular one back in the day was uh was super best friends like two best friends play x y or z um it got really big on youtube but like i've i've, I've taken to watch them when i'm working because they're they're just they're just interesting and fun i know so many weird like terms for like things going wrong in old video games now <laughs> like like clipping like like ah check out check this out my character's like clipping through the wall like i know all the because like like the super best friends were all like they all worked in in the video game industry in some oh, capacity nice. like in like sound designers so like they all knew about this like or like localization so like it's it's not going to affect anything I ever do. <laughs> I have picked <laughs> up on so many weird terms. It's like, oh yeah, the polygons and like the PS One were fucking terrible, but they really knew how to do shit with them. It's like I don't. <laughs> You're like okay, <laughs> but I but I know them now. That's awesome. 
Well, guys, thank you for a great Nerds and Friends quick draw question. Y'all are awesome. Thank you, Dara, for the fun questions. Anyone watching, hit us with some more questions. We're happy to do these. These are fun, and uh, we absolutely, in October, will need to do that deep dive with you. Yeah, this was Let's get creepy. Let's get creepy with it. I love it. Let's do some creepy stuff. See you guys next time. Thank you.